Okay, let me just get that checkbox in my in my life. I just have to refresh this page. Oh yes, that's all I had to do because we are in fact live. All right, welcome everyone to another edition of the Four Guys with Quotas podcast. It's been crazy, it's been crazy in my life, and unfortunately, we haven't done a podcast in a while. But now that I've officially moved and I've got me some super fast internet. I'm ready to get going, and I've actually set up my computer. My computer was unplugged for like two weeks, felt dirty. My Xbox was unplugged for like two and a half weeks. I didn't even know how to use the Xbox controller. I picked up the Nintendo Switch. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, all that good stuff. But anyway, we are back. I'm in front of 217. This is my partner in crime here, who is uh, going solo as... uh, as my partner in crime, just for the first few minutes here, as Clowns does a computer update, making his 174th straight appearance at the ZBCI Assassin. What's going on, bud? Hi. Jesus, again, again, dude. I gave you a couple weeks to fix that. It, it will be fixed eventually when we... I've been doing that for, what, 100 and whatever you said episodes. If yeah. I change it now, people are like, what is this? This is true. This, this is, is true. Awesome. This is this is true. I will give you that. So there is, there is an identity thing there, and I think people will be confused, especially if they're not watching the podcast. So, all right, stick with it. Do what you got to do. Um. Anyway, like I said, this is episode one seventy four. I don't even know if I said that because I went on a f- freaking tirade about my moving. But um, today is July twelfth, two thousand eighteen. We've got clowns joining us in a little bit, and when he does, we'll switch the scene over so he gets uh he gets included here but uh this week we're going to talk about a few things i know it's kind of been dry it is the summer i mean gaming is usually drier than this to be honest i mean we've gotten some pretty some pretty good updates and some games have come out and um you know it's it's been it's been decently good and some of the old games are holding up pretty well so um yeah so we'll get into the week's news which includes of course, the Sea of Thieves DLC, which obviously I haven't been playing, but I have a few things to say about it. Assassin and Clowns have been playing it, like, religiously. So, um, there's been a new event that's gone live. It's called Sunken Curse. We'll get into that. Um, we'll talk about Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and I know people say, oh, you talk about Call of Duty every episode, but this is actually not about the the, the multiplayer or anything like that. It's, it is about the multiplayer, but not about the traditional multiplayer. We'll get into why Battle Royale may only have 60 players instead of 100 and talk about what we think about that. Um, we'll talk about Code Vein getting delayed. Everyone was anticipating that game. Even me, who's not really into those kinds of games, was anticipating it, especially after seeing it at PAX and um and last year at e3 and it, you know it looked really good and it played really well because i got to try it and uh, i'm really shocked about the announcement we'll get into that in a little bit um what else we'll get into vermintide 2 finally out in the xbox day one release on game pass so if you have game pass this is probably going to be uh one of the reasons to get it in my opinion because the game uh it's 4k uh yeah it's 30 fps but it's a lot of co-op fun with your buddies and it's really reminiscent of Le- left for dead so I think people will like it, and uh, we'll probably talk about this Nyko Pixel Quest thing that we have up in the top right corner right now. It's like, uh, I guess, I guess some companies are trying to capitalize on that, that, uh, that Labo, that Labo, whatever it is, Labo on uh, on the Switch. But anyway, all right. Um, before we get into anything, real quick, so I can stop talking, we've got uh, our Tick sponsorship. Of course, we're a Tick Inner Circle podcast. 
uh, Inner Circle Network, rather, uh, affiliate. So um, we'll have a link in the description below for the Inner Circle Gaming Network. Clowns writes for them. We do this podcast as an affiliate program, and we appreciate them having us on um, as one of their affiliates because they only bring on, you know, really good, sensible, uh, no bullshit, so to speak, podcasts. And, um, you know, we're just average Joes gaming, talking about it, having a good time. So we're really, we're really happy that they found our program to be, you know, worthy of, of doing this and, and giving us their stamp of approval, so to speak. So uh, check out their stuff. Check out our stuff. Check out all the stuff. All the stuff. Um. All right. So clowns, I kind of thought would be here by now. Did he say anything? Eighty-four percent. He said one minute ago. So we're gonna skip the Sea of Thieves thing because I want clowns to give his opinion on it. Um, we'll go right into an, uh, something. We'll get clowns' opinion on this topic too, but we'll go right into this because I think Assassin has a lot more to say than clowns. To be honest, Call of Duty Black Ops Four, as we know, is having a battle royale mode. And, you know, they hyped it up. It's called Blackout. They hyped it up. Uh, I don't know who did the announcement. Was it, um, was it, uh, Vandahar or whatever? Who did the announcement uh, about the Blackout that was like, Blackout, uh, everyone's doing this Battle Royale. And we've got it too. You know, he did that in the live I stream. I think it was Vandahar. I think it was Vandahar, yeah. So, uh, you know, Treyarch is pumped about this Battle Royale thing. They were able to make it happen. You know, it's the most batshit crazy thing they could do in Call of Duty, in my opinion. But it sounds like it could probably work. But we've got a screenshot, a blurry, a blurry uh, screen grab here, saying two to sixty players for this mode. So um, traditionally, we all know that battle royales usually are a hundred. I mean, some of them are fewer. You know, the Darwin Project has fewer, but um, you know that uh, this there's some crazy ones on the PC too. Um, like uh, I think it's like cuisine royale where you like fight with like uh, like food and shit. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, some of them some of them have fewer than hundred players. But um, this uh, kind of shocked me to be honest. I think you know I think it'll be okay. But uh, you know, assassin, you brought this to my attention. And I want you to uh, give your thoughts on it. You think this is first? Do you think this is real? And second, do you think it's a big deal? Uh, well, first, I don't think this uh, store screen grab is not real um first off they don't really say how many like that for for instance though the the 12 players like what is that 12 players because mm-hmm. you know that's five people five e5s and multiplayer and if it's 12 you know players they don't really advertise on a playstation store especially when there's the beta release dates not even out um <laughs> so we've seen it with black ops 3 where you know people had an early copy of Black Ops Three, it was labeled another game published by Activision. So people, you know, working spam saying how do you get Black Ops Three early and stuff like that. Um, so no one knows what this twelve is. The the two for sixty could be, you know, totally legit. If it might not be, um, we all know their COD engine is super old, so mm-hmm. it could you know be sixty players. But I mean, we—I don't think we should be totally worried about sixty players because if we, there, there's people that have done the math that the map that they've given us, you know, I think it was like X amount of times the size of Nuketown. So people have done the math, and it's supposedly a little bit bigger than Fortnite, a little bit smaller than Fortnite, and if you've played Fortnite, 
certain you know time goes by and there's like you know like five minutes go by and there's like way less than 100 people so if we have 60 players we you know there there might not be as many deaths till you know you just start to close this in but then you get to the thing where you know not as many people are dying so there's not many gunfights mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean there's you know plus and negative sides to this so i mean it's it's a big thing, but on the other hand, it's not a big thing. Yeah, you know what? It's a good point about the um, about the Fortnite thing because you know you are right. You know, a couple minutes goes by, you're already down below sixty anyway. So, uh, you know, have you really started with a hundred, so to speak? But then again, Call of Duty multiplayer has all been based on like you know constant action. You know, and I feel like with a hundred players, you're guaranteeing essentially constant action. May it be hectic. Yeah, you know, but isn't that kind of what Call of Duty is? It's like people going into this, you know, are, are, are you expecting it just another Battle Royale game? Or are you expecting the Call of Duty twist on Battle Royale? So that's that's kind of like where I'm I'm worried about it because I'm going into this and I, if I'm buying this and I'm looking for the blackout mode, I'm not looking to just play like, you know, another PUBG, so to speak. I'm not looking to play like another skins Battle Royale. Like I'm looking to play Battle Royale with super quick rounds Hectic gunplay, just like kind of like Call of Duty, and you know, not necessarily like any hiding, you know, um, you know, things to make you things on the map, people on the map, constant firing, constant gunplay to kind of keep you on your toes, you know what I mean? Just like real Call of Duty, you know. Um, yeah, but I don't know if Call of Duty fans will, you know, take to it because I think one of the interviews Ronda Hart just did recently. Like, the game's supposed to have bullet drop. I mean, because you can't have, like, Call of Duty-type gameplay. You know, you snipe someone across the map and not have, you know, bullet drop. Because that would be so bullshit. Mm-hmm. And plus the vehicles. I don't know if people in Call of Duty will take it. But on mm-hmm. the other hand, it's a change of pace. Yeah, so the take-home the take home on that answer to my... That rebuttal to my comments is... Shut up, Inferno, because it's obviously not Call of Duty. It's got tanks it's got bullet drop this is a whole new era of call of duty and i agree with you i mean i i see that i see that right but when i hear blackout and you know like they showed it they showed like the you know they zoomed out and they showed like the vast expanse of land there and and everything and it wasn't like you know i feel like everywhere where there was something going on they were like hectic gunfights like there was tanks here tanks there there were people shooting back at each other and yeah they were like in different sections of that bigger map of course but like I feel like with sixty, if it is the size of Fortnite map, it's gonna, you know, it's there is gonna be a little bit of running. Like, what do people complain about with PUBG? Right, a lot of people complain. Oh, the map is so big, you're doing a lot of running, you're doing a lot of hiding. It's like forever until you see someone. Like, you know, I don't know if necessarily it's gonna be forever until you see someone, but with a hundred, it's kind of like you get dropped into the space and you're gonna be on your toes right away, just like Call of Duty, like kind of just what you're expecting. And I'm kind of afraid that I'm kind of afraid that like these changes to Call of Duty. I mean, we've talked about this before, but I kind of feel like the changes to Call of Duty are gonna turn a lot of the diehards off. You know? Well, yeah, you see a lot of people complaining like Black Ops Four is not the Call of Duty they want. They want you know not Black Ops Three, but they want you know another Black Ops game, mm-hmm. and they make changes because people want changes, and then they're like, oh, changes. We don't want changes now. 
We just want, you know, Call of Duty World at War again. Just give us that. And then two months later, oh, there's no new things. Give us, you know, Black Ops 4. Yep, yep. Um, let me go to the chat. We got um, some of our usual suspects in there. Thanks for coming by after our uh, after our little hiatus there. I appreciate you guys coming back and checking out the program here. Uh, Supersonic Station says, would not be able to tell whether it's 60 or 100. Whatever makes the gameplay more crisp is what they'll do. And so that's a good point because maybe they tested it and having 100 people on a map like this in Call of Duty kind of style of gameplay Granted, it is going to change a lot. We just talked about that. You know, it's not exactly Call of Duty. You know, this bullet drop. There's a, there's a lot of a, you know, there's a lot of changing factors here. But let's just say they tested it and the gameplay wasn't crisp because literally you were dropped and it was like dropping a hundred people in the Hunger Games. You know what I mean? Literally, it was like just dropping you all there, and then it was just like everyone just went batshit crazy to 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 kill people or to like scary for the guns and there was not a lot of strategy involved maybe maybe there is a point to that um do you have anything to say about that though 60 versus 100 i mean i know you kind of think you wouldn't be able to tell but in a game you know as fast-paced as call of duty you think you would tell or you think it's not you know oh it just depends like you know the map size and how how the you know game you know runs if there's there's always going to be those like slow moments where you're going to wish that, you know, you play Fortnite, you get that or PUBG where you land, you land a lot in the like the top left corner and there's no one there and you spend the whole match not seeing anyone to like the last ten people. But then you play a match, you go in like tilted towers and everyone's there. Like you're going to have those moments. Yeah. So, yep. It's just they're they're just not going to be a, there's just not going to be as many moments and that's why I think people are worried because you get a 13 kill game you killed you know a bunch of people in Fortnite. this where you kill five it's like oh i just killed five people but you know that's a good amount for 60 you know people but it doesn't feel as rewarding when you go you know to you know a different game yep yep looks like clowns has finally joined us his computer update is is uh has commenced has finished i should say not commenced that's begin what's going on clowns hey what's up everybody I just uh, want to reiterate what the Jizzle says is that the Xbox dashboard is garbage. <laughs> I kind of agree with him right now. Uh, yeah, it's been a little buggy recently. I just started my Xbox up yesterday for the first time in a while, and I was downloading some stuff, and oh my god, it was a mess after the update. I didn't remember it like that. Um, I was in a party that I wasn't in. You were in a party that you weren't in. Holy shit. That's bad. That's bad. Um, hold on. As, as I fi- as I fix the screen here now that Clowns has joined, as I fix the uh, shit, I'm overcompensating. That's what she said. Well, according uh, to this, I am Clowns. Um, so meatball, lots of spicy meatball. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Ow>, assassin! <laughs> hey, assassin, can you say Italian for me? No. And <laughs> no. I'm fixing it. Did you say Wisconsin's in the U.S. and not Canada? Nice. So I'll say Wisconsin is in the U.S. now. Go. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is. It is in the U.S. Thanks for confirming that for the rest of the viewers. There you go. Now, what were you going to say? Hi. Hi, clowns. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, my God. I can't figure this. Um,. All right, clowns. What do you think about this Call of Duty Battle Royale thing? 60 plays instead of 100. Is that going to be a big deal? 
people on Call of Duty just like to kill each other anyway. It's all about just shooting things that move. So I think Call of Duty players are going to be happy with it. It's just another mode, and you know they won't have to get off and play a good game like Fortnite, not that <clears throat> trash PUBG. Wow. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how people are going to take to this necessarily. You know, I feel like... Uh, whoops hold on i don't even have the slide up anymore wow i'm a mess okay i i don't i'm not sure how people are gonna take this you know like i feel like you know fortnite is so established PUBG, granted you know it's a little bit of a mess right now on xbox um you know extremely established but you know call of duty is now coming to the fray like battlefield's coming to the fray in some way like i don't think they've detailed the battle royale it's gonna be in battlefield like too much you know not like uh you know, not not anything to the to the point where we know what it's going to be. I, I I'm worried that, you know, they're wasting their time on this, you know, like I'm not sure how many, you know, as as a uh, as a wise or maybe not wise. Um, what's his name? Uh, oh, my God, I can't think of it. The guy from uh, Lawbreakers. What's the guy's I name? I don't know. Cliffy B. Cliffy B. Thank you. As Cliffy B. once said, "There's room. There's room for. Uh, there's plenty of room for another shooter or whatever in the genre, right? Um, but I, I don't know if there's room. You know what I mean? Like I feel like Call of Duty has to just nail this. You know what I mean? In order for this to take off. And I don't know if like moving to sixty players. I, I mean, I guess people are gonna have to try it out in a beta or whatever. But I don't know if that's like the right thing to do for people who are so accustomed to." you know, a hundred people, you know? Well, it's, it's it's the price tag tied to the game because, you know, you got Fortnite, it was millions of players, and then, you know, that's absolutely free. Or you go to PUBG, that's like 30 bucks, and then you go to Call of Duty, that's 60. Mm-hmm. Or what we don't, we don't even know what it's going to be. I mean, we've had the leaks like this one, but they, they don't advertise it. Yeah. Like, if I... With Call of Duty is that I mean, they're still going to have their regular modes in there, so it's just an added mode for players to congregate to, and if Call of Duty ties loot boxes to it, you'll see guys like Assassin uh, dedicated to that mode until he gets those uh, loot packs or whatever you call them in the next one. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they'll have loot boxes, because Black Ops 3, they got some uh, new loot in that game recently, and you can buy that out right now. Like, I think that's their like, little beta towards the PO4s. You know, sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Plus uh, been, oh. oh no, good, good. No, good. Good. Plus a lot, a lot of their additions. Like you got the Call of Duty Digital Enhanced Pro four twenty, I don't know, edition. <laughs> like you get like a billion COD points and you got the one below that that you get like you know, a million COD points and you pre order you get like three thousand COD points. Like you get so many COD points. Right. They're, you know, they're not going to add some supply drops if they're giving that many out. Right, right, right. Huh. Well, we'll know. We'll know soon. I mean, this game comes out in the beginning of October instead of the beginning of November, so you know it's July. You only have three-ish months. It's like three months from today, I think, it comes out or something like that. Um, yeah. So, the beta is probably coming out very soon. So, so we're gonna know a lot more about this pretty soon. But this, you know, this leak about the blackout thing, I think. Um, like, who even knows if this is true and Treyarch hasn't addressed it? I feel like if it weren't true, you know, this has been out for a couple of days now. I feel like Treyarch would have come out and just denied it. But, um, 
you know, that's that's why I kind of I'm giving this a little bit of validity. And I just if we get a good explanation for it and we get to try it and it and it seems right, then I'm and then I'm all for it. But what Supersonic said earlier is definitely true that, you know, if it if it makes the gameplay more crisp, people aren't going to give a shit. But um, like you can't turn off the Battle Royale crowd. And I don't think I don't think Call of Duty people are the same people that play Battle Royale. You know what I mean? I don't think it's necessarily I don't think those necessarily overlap like 100 percent. So. Um, I feel like you have to try to please both sides of it. I think what's going to happen is Activision's going to like promote the shit out of this, and every streamer on YouTube and Twitch and Mixer's going to be like, "Oh, Activision, our grandfather, our sugar daddy, what should we play? Play the Battle Royale <laughs> on Call of Duty." Well, it depends if uh, Call of Duty is getting a lot of clicks for the BI mode because Fortnite right now is getting all the attention. Right. So you. You know, YouTubers are going to Fortnite and posting a bunch of clickbait. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the new thing, and it'll catch you know it'll catch fire at the beginning, and then you know who knows if it's gonna stick. That's the problem. Like Fortnite is just dominating the space so much that you have to click right away. I feel to to um to get this going. So who knows? We'll know more soon. I just wanted to put it out there and get your thoughts, and I think we. Got some uh, good thoughts in the chat. Let me go to it just really quick before we get off this topic. Jizzle says he hopes Fortnite kills Call of Duty. Um, that's not going to happen, but Fortnite is killing it, so to speak, right now. Um, let me see. Uh, Mega Bats, he says he thinks 60 is fine. They'll nail it, I reckon. Yeah, so th- they have to nail it at 60. Like, if it's 60 and people have any doubt that 60 is not enough, they're going to get a lot of shit for it. That's the thing. Like... You're coming into a space that's dominated by a game that, by all accounts, is, like, you know, the next biggest influential game since, like, Minecraft, you know, in gaming. Um, and you're going to come into this space and try to try to contend with that as one of the big boys. Like, I feel like Battlefield, you know, I don't know if a lot of people are going to play Battlefield Battle Royale. Like, that doesn't seem right. Call of Duty seems a little more right, you know? Yeah, but if anything, Battlefield's gonna kick everyone's ass because they, I mean they have big maps. Right. A lot of people that I've seen that the gunplay in Battlefield Five is so good compared mm-hmm. to the past Battlefield games. Mm-hmm. They, they've been doing these things not in Battle Royale mode, but you know these vehicles and destruction and stuff like that, and for like a long time, and we could get you know more than sixty-four players on PC. So I think you know with you know servers and stuff, but you know, they, they, they could work. Oh, seriousness, though, there's one thing that would kill Battlefield's Battle Royale, and that is PVZ Battle Royale. Oh, my God. I would die. Assassin. I would die for that. See, I don't think PVZ Battle Royale would work so well because, I mean, you got, you know, plants and zombies. What, you're going to have plants, you know, kill plants? Yes. Or yeah. zombies kill zombies? Yeah, dude. Pl- like, plants get unless, pissed at each other, man. Unless it's like you then bring in gnomes, like gnome I mean, hey, a gnome bomb would be cool, right? Yeah, yep, dude, you could you could have matches where you have to pick where it's just like plants against plants or plants against zombies, or you you can like I think there's there would be lobbies where you, ha- you could pick either, or there's lobbies where you can pick just one or the other. I think there's there's opportunity. I think they should do if you're listening. Popcap, EA, all the all, everyone involved in Plants vs Zombies definitely make that happen. Um, 
uh, let's get off that topic, get to something that I think clowns and assassin have way more to say about than me, and that is sometimes a very good thing. Um, sea of Thieves has a new... Um, what do we call this? Like an event? It's not really a DLC. I mean, they're just events, yeah, right? A, yeah, it's an event. It's another build, dread adventure. So, uh, the Sunken Curse started yesterday, goes until the 25th, and it's another one of those events that you have to play it and do the missions, quote unquote, in order to get, uh, you know, the exclusive uh, loot set, you know. Um, and so we're showing that right now, what that kind of looks like, the uh, Wailing Barnacle set. And clowns and assassin who play Sea of Thieves every single day um, have been checking it out. And I don't know which one of you wants to go first, but tell us about it. Tell us what you like, dislike. You know, give us a little synopsis here. Um, I think go ahead. You just uh, tell them how great it is. So they want to give us more reasons to go beneath the water. So they added these mermaid statues to... You know, under the water that when you go to them they have different colors blue green red and like when you're about to hit them they hurt you and your goal is to destroy them so the blue ones you can destroy them by yourself the green ones you can you know two people will be easy to destroy them and then the red ones it would be nice to have three to four players but in some circumstances you can uh, do two players we've done that a few times with clowns wanted to make some nuggets or call someone or something. I don't know. But uh, the, fir the first few ones we destroyed, uh, they're, they're all RNG-based. You know, you just go to an island, and they'll probably wait one or two, sometimes three or four, depending on the island. They're there. They make noise. You just break them, move on. And, wait, wait, wait. Let know, me like stop you there. Let me stop you there really quick. So there's literally, it's it's completely RNG based, meaning that you can just go to a random island and there may and you may generate this thing. Like there's no uh, indication whatsoever, like where this thing's gonna be from, like the boat if you're just sailing across. Uh, well, when you're close to it, it makes a noise. Uh, it's it's pretty loud in a small radius. Oh, okay. Uh, so if you're on a boat, you can hear it, but you it. It's going to be on the shore of the island. It's not going to be like you're in the middle of nowhere and there's just going to be one there. Oh, okay. It's not like that. Um, so, like I said, there's going to be like a bunch of them. And like the first, the first few that we just tried, like, okay, this is this is all right. It's it's a nice addition. And then you get to the, you know, you start completing them. And then the legendary accommodation is you have to destroy a hundred of them. And the accommodations for the other ones, it equals about 50, maybe a little bit less. And it's just such a grind, and it is so boring. I uh, went on a, a galleon crew yesterday with some people, and I was literally just falling asleep. Like, you just go through the motions, hitting these things, going around the island, trying to find one, and then you're just, like, dozing off. It's just, wow. Compared to the, the the event before that, which was gunpowder skeletons, they used to spawn those so much, mm -hmm. and like the whole island could just blow up because there's so many gunpowders. Oh, and cool. then you go to this, and you just get some statues. Yeah, yeah. This one is the worst event in CZs by far. Really, um, really. I had more fun shooting myself on a throne for two hours, trying to get up on a. Oh, a Marauder's Arts than I do in these mermaid statues. These statues, just to put it bluntly, they're all 
they look alike. Every single one of them, they look the same except for the colors in them. The red ones heal themselves. Uh, the blue ones are like really easy to kill. The green ones a little bit harder, but I mean, you can do it pretty much with one or two people. The red one, it's easier with three people, but it's all over the place. They're randomly generated, it seems like, because we go back to the same islands and they reappear in different spots. Um, and to really max out the legendary levels, you got to like hit 100 of these statues. Like, who wants to sit on Sea of Thieves sailing in circles around the whole map just looking for more blue or green statues to keep hitting them? And. They hurt you by an area effect radius, which is really bad in my opinion, because uh, they just they just stand there, and you hear like a weird sound, and you flash red, and it, I mean, come on, man, like make them have a weapon or something, laser beam out of their eyes. Yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been really cool, actually. Laser beam out of their eyes. Yeah, dude. When I read this and I was like listening to what it actually was, um, like described. Uh, I think, um, I can't remember who did a YouTube video on it, but they they didn't actually show it, but they were describing it like a couple days before it came out. Um, it made it sound like that these things were going to be underwater and they were going to be like, you know, hard to catch up to and it was going to be a real challenge and yeah. it was actually going to be like kind of cool. Like it was going to be a reason to explore like shipwrecks and and like you know, do things under the water. And, the, and I feel like under the water ha is so much like, you remember when, um, you know, we were searching for like those hidden caves that time and yeah. we went under the water and we saw like how complex the water is. And I kept thinking to myself and we kept like saying on the party chat, wouldn't it be cool if this was like fleshed out quite a bit. And I feel like this was the event to do that. And it sounds like from you guys that it didn't really happen. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping because like the gun, the skeletons ones. You know, we had the skeleton zones, and we had the gunpowder skeleton. So I'm hoping like now we have the mermaid statues. If history repeats itself, I'm hoping we're getting like mermaids in you know when the next event comes and they add certain things because like the gunpowders when they they got an update with the gunpowder skeletons which rocked the boat, which is really fun to to see. Um, you know, they added the fuse to the gunpowder, so I'm hoping, you know, they're just doing this small, boring-ass update, and then they're gonna just flush, you know, a bunch of underwater stuff. Yeah, hopefully. And make it better, and then, because the, the DLC is supposed to launch around that time, too, for the next two months, so. Yeah, this is probably gonna le lead right into the DLC. I mean, the 25th, I don't think this event is gonna happen, you know what I mean? I feel like this event's gonna end before the DLC comes out, you know? Yeah, I, I think right... Uh, it ends the 25th, I believe. Like, on the 25th or the 26th, the DLC is going to, like, probably the, well, the 26th, the DLC is going to come out. Because, you know, they're going to have that time-limited campaign, and they don't probably want another build rat adventure, you know, ruining the, that DLC campaign. So. Right, right. Kind of think they did this to see how many people would come back and see these, because it seems like, at least from the times of Assassin Iron, there's less and less ships on there. Um, and even with this event, time limit event, I don't really see that many people back on playing in the servers that I end up in. Well, you know, I understand that it, it takes a lot of time to, you know, make cool stuff and they, you can't just like pop cool stuff out of thin air and they've got people working around the clock on, on this DLC on the next one, the one after that. I mean, they've got separate teams doing all that, whatever. 
But like these events trying to hold us over, I get it. Like it's small stuff just to give us something new to do because, um, you know, there is a, a ton of different stuff to do. You know, you get the three factions and you level that stuff up and you kind of do a lot of the same stuff. But I feel like they could take small steps to to flush out different areas of the map that aren't really commonly visited. And underwater is definitely one of them, obviously. But, like, there are sections of the map that I've noticed when playing. And granted, I haven't played as much as you guys. But there's definitely sections of the map that are almost neglected. I feel like if you're going to do events, like... Put them in that area of the map, explore that a little bit, and even if you limit your, you know, even if you limit your development over at Rare to just, like, flushing out that just one area of the map, I feel like that would be better received than, you know, meaningless fetch quests or, like, meaningless, like, destroying of statues and shit. Like, doesn't mean, you know, I, I, just my opinion on that. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, this... This time limit event is worse than anything in Destiny 1 or 2 has had so far. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. I mean, the outfits don't even, to me at least, don't even look that cool. Like, I'm looking at the outfits right now. I mean, I like the color blue, but, I, I you know, nothing's, like, making me want to play the game just to get this other than to have it. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to equip yeah, it. that's pretty much what we're doing. Or some crap. Yep. Well, it is, uh, you know, mermaid-based outfits like the other ones are skeleton based so i'm feeling the next event will be mermaid based weapons yeah whatever that means but we'll just see probably barnacles and stuff on their weapons <laughs> right 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 i'm guess mold spor- spores mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah so do you think this does this event you know what was the event that uh you were able to get the drum from I can't remember what the name of it was. Uh, the Hungering Deep. The Hungering Deep, okay. Does this have any lore, like, effect like that one does? Like, that kind of had a little bit of a lore. You know, you read the journals, like, you, you followed out the steps. Uh, I didn't want to spoil it for anyone, but, like, that, you know, does this have that kind of, like, lore progression, or is it just literally meaningless? Well, see, there's some mermaid lore, like, kind of around, like, especially, like, the you know, the... The west side of the map where there's that mermaid island and stuff and like if, if you kind of like get into it like for instance like the mermaids or the mer people or whatever you want to call them when you get bit you lose like all sort of you know who you are and you just start turning into these these fish people mm-hmm. and you know you, you lose your name you lose your you know your body and then you, you just sit there in the water and i don't think that like goes with the lore too much because you just got you know the curse um, statues and i don't know it's i i think they want to add to the lore but they're not really saying anything other than what they're showing in paintings yeah 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 they gotta they gotta make it like more obvious i you know not everyone is willing to like read grimoire cards and you know, do, like, obscure shit to get the lore in this game. And I think that's what, you know, that's what people complain about with this thing. Like, yeah, they say the gameplay is repetitive, but it wouldn't feel as repetitive if, you know, as you're doing it, you know, you're learning more about, like, these pirates and, you know, why they do what they do and, you know, the history of the locations. You know, they they could just work on that. I just wish they would work on that a little bit. And they had this little thing before the last, you know, not 
the most most recent update, but the update that they had last week, they had like this little thing to uh, the the gun lady and uh, Golden Sands, which is right by the mermaid. Um, where if you don't go into her workshop, you can see her like inspecting her arm, like she has a bandage there and she was like bit by something. Then you go into there, her name was Wanda the Blacksmith, and it changed to just the blacks or just blacksmith. So it kind of like you know went into that like lore a little bit and um you know probably like a little easter egg like i, I think the movie was the fish called wanda or some something like mm-hmm. that yep so like that that kind of led into some more and then they, the update comes out and she's called wanda again like, <laughs> like well there you yeah, go yeah you could have took it a step further and started making her you know the blacksmith lady start you know getting some Bins or guilds or you know so, something to make her more of a of a mermaid and then you know have the next DLC come out of the event and she's in the water. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. What you're saying is definitely true. And they did stuff like that in games like Borderlands, where you come back to the same area and you talk to the NPCs and they'd be a little different, or you know they've gone through their own little story, or you know, um, man, I can't remember the the catch-a-ride guy from Borderlands, but, like, you know, he'd have his own little story, and, you know, he'd change every, you know, when you came back to him, and, like, I, I, I need that from the NPCs. The NPCs are so lifeless now, and the, and like you're saying, like, these DLCs and events are, are perfect ways to do that, and they just don't take advantage of it. Yep. Sad. Um, I think that's it for Sea of Thieves right now because this is just an event. We'll get you know at the end of this event, you know, probably on the twenty sixth, we'll get into, um, we'll get into the cursed sales. But, uh, clowns, any last words on this? Uh, it's just a whole bunch of missed opportunity, and it's sad on the fact that Rare is capable of developing such a lore, and this was just more like. Let's just throw something in there and have people go fetch it. Yep. Yep. It is. It's it's fetch questy. That's exactly what it is. It's fetch questy. And I, I can't think of a game recently where people were like, oh, man, love this game. 10 out of 10. It's got fetch quests. Like, people don't, don't think of that as, like, an iconic part of a game that they should have in their game. Like, look at people that have trashed. Like, Super Mario Odyssey came out, you know, got decently good reviews, right? Like... You know, people are thinking that's a great game, but people who've bashed it, me included, have called it fetch questy. Like, I guarantee you, everyone who doesn't like that game for one reason or another, like they're all gonna mention the fetch questiness of it. Like, it doesn't feel like Mario as much because you're doing a lot of fetching, and that's definitely to pad the gameplay, like pad the time period, pad pad how long you're playing the game. And, like, granted, you need something like that in a game like this to keep it alive, but at the same time, there are other ways to keep a game like this alive, and we've mentioned them all, so... You made a good point, Clowns, because I think they do have brilliant minds at Rare. I mean, everyone who I've met, you know, is really entrenched in this pirate atmosphere and, and is able to, like, you know, change in a character and really impress me with how dedicated they are to you know, the quote-unquote lore, and then you get into the game and you don't see it, you know? It's kind of like, you know, when you go to E3, you go to PAX or whatever, you get guys, like, uh, dressed up like pirates and they're playing the instruments and they're talking like pirates and, you know, they're saying certain things and you're kind of like, oh, wow, this is kind of cool. 
and then you get into the game and it's kind of like dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as a big Sea of Thieves fan, Assassin, I used to play this game like almost like 14 hours a day. Yeah. I, I never compared it to Destiny, but I hate to say this, but Destiny is, is more evolved than this damn quest line. And it's very sad. It breaks my heart because I love Sea of Thieves. And if they keep, if they put in crap like this, it's going to push people away. Mm-hmm. Like my daughter, she tried to get into it and she's like, oh, this is boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And traded it. And this is what's going to happen. Well, yep. let's hope they they learn from this uh, event because I mean the first event that came out the uh, the thrones, and probably a lot of people complained that you needed another crew to complete this event. Yes, yes. They did the hungry and deep, and we saw that it was the, the exploding skeletons in this one. You don't need another crew to complete this. You you just need friends, like and not everyone has friends, like not you know to be mean, but. You know, there needs to be some things that people can do by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I understand the the trying to bring people together, but you know, the same. You gotta you gotta appeal, you gotta appeal to everyone. You gotta appeal to everyone, and it you know, trial and error. I mean, this game came out what like four months ago, ish. You know, yeah. it's been a little while, so it's time to you know show that. You know, four months later, it's time to show that you're kind of listening to what people have given us feedback in the first couple of weeks of the game being out and, you know, change a few things. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, all right. A few more topics here tonight. Um, one of them being that Code Vein got delayed. Now, I know a lot of people, I know you guys, I don't think it was really on your radar, but, um, I mean, it should be. I think this game is gonna be very good i think the game looked really good it played really well at um at pax and e3 i know a lot of people um were really hyped for this game action kind of mmo uh not really well not really mmo i don't know why i said that it's more like action rpg uh storyline just to kind of give like a quick synopsis is that there is like a group of people called the called the vein and you're kind of in the last area of like this broken down environment and you're kind of like fighting for survival um but there's a lot of you know japanese anime elements uh you know a lot of like japanese not necessarily rpg gameplay but a lot of japanese rpg inspired elements and um there's a little bit of like dark souls into it you know um the combat's kind of like dark soulsy a little bit and, um, you know, it was very difficult when I played it, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a Dark Souls veteran or a Bloodborne be- veteran at all, but it was difficult for me. And I thought that the gameplay was pretty damn refined for, you know, not coming out for, you know, at least like th- six months or so at that point. And now, you know, the game is supposed to come out in September and now it's delayed till 2019. They don't even give a month or anything. They're just saying 2019. And the reason they say, and let me, uh. Let me get the press release here. They say it's received an code veins received an enormous amount of feedback, positive feedback um, from fans that have earned hands on time in the in the past nine months. So they've had nine months of showing this game at at cons and in various other, uh, you know, events where people were able to play it like real gamers, not just, you know, private one on one time with the press like people have played this game for nine months 
And now they've said, you know, armed with the knowledge of how well the game has been received, we've made a decision to postpone the release to further refine its gameplay in an effort to exceed the expectations fans already have of the title. So they know that people have been playing it. They know people have been loving it, me included, who doesn't usually play these games. And yet they're still going to delay it to 2019. They're not even going to give a date. They're not even saying January, February, March. They're just saying 2019. And I'm really wondering, like, why, you know, it showed so well already. I don't understand if they've just come across some like major game breaking bugs in their gameplay demos or or what, but um, but I think this is a game that a lot of people are looking forward to, especially Xbox people. But you know, across all platforms, coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and I don't know how you guys feel about it because I I don't know if you guys were hyped for it or you knew a lot about it, but um, it's just I think it's just crazy that. They're delaying, you know, a game that's supposed to come out in September for a minimum of three months and most likely probably like six. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't looking forward to the game. I saw a little bit of it. Uh, it looked all right. Um, but I'm glad that, you know, these developers and stuff are, you know, open to say that, you know, a game needs time. Like you guys told us it needs, you know, something here or there or wherever they, you know, these people are saying, that, you know, the, these developers are committed to not release a broken game. So, I mean, we've seen, you know, statements like this from The Witcher that, you know, came out and it worked perfectly and people weren't upset. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like maybe some people are upset, but I, I feel like a statement from this, like, I wouldn't be as upset as, if, you know, this game that you're, you know, I'm really looking forward to, like, they were delaying it. Why? We're just delaying it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel good, good for them. That's all. Yeah, I, the thing is, is that the thing that like really worries me about something like this is that everyone who I've talked to who's played this game or has like been there when somebody's played it, like everyone who I know went to PAX, everyone who went to E3 who's played this game or checked it out, like people are not at least in my circles maybe maybe i'm just you know too closed off but people who i've been talking to have not been saying saying anything bad about this game like i haven't heard anything bad about it i haven't heard like oh well you know it, it it's cool it looks cool like you know this mechanic's cool but you know this is like terrible they need to fix this you know i haven't heard a lot of negative stuff but i guess it must be out there because why else delay a game if it looked as good as it did and you know, there's, you know, there's, there, uh, to me, there's no other reason. Like, there must be. It's either that, or there's like a really big game-breaking bug that they can't fix in time. Well, maybe. I mean, you know, not everyone's gonna get the the same bug, but it it could be like you know, for instance, in Chart Four, when I was showed on the E3 stage, Nathan Drake stood still. Like that could have been a huge. That was a big bug. Like. That was a trophy for the game because of you know how stupid it was. Like there, there could have been someone playing the game, and it could have just been god awful, you know, for whatever god you know knows the reason. And then the net, you know, then you come along and be like, then you play it perfect. Like yeah. you know, they, it could just be some simple as that, or maybe a bunch of people gave them feedback on like, you know, they were playing the game and the you know the control was you know. A little bit behind, and they got them killed, or they could have, you know, the combat could have been, you know, a little bit better, you know, if something was added here or there. Or, mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe this move can, you know, make it feel smoother. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard, I've heard people saying that, I've heard people saying that, um, they're delaying it so they don't run into like the other games that are coming out in October and stuff. I don't even think they overlap. Like, I don't think people are saying, Oh, I'm going to buy red dead instead of code van. You know what I mean? Like I, you people, it's not that kind of game. You know, if dark souls four were coming out, like that'd be a different story, but what were you saying? Klaus? I agree with you. I don't think it has anything to do with any other releases. I think this game's in its own category with its own type of, niche group of fans but i do think that maybe they made something too hard and beta testers and qa testers are probably complaining that maybe it was too difficult Mm -hmm. so maybe it took a lot of rework to to dumb it down i mean that's my thought and that's just a conspiracy theory i got but that's pretty much it on this one that's like all i can think of man like there's got to be something like that because i know how well it showed it's like like you see games the packs or you see games at these cons and you know they show like shit and you're like damn this is gonna get delayed like they gotta delay this you know like it's it's just not showing well and it's like stuttery the the frame rate's bad yada yada this i didn't get any of that so there's got to be something like that it's got to be you know i know japanese inspired games i know uh you know i know that i know they're usually more difficult you know in, in a lot of cases but nonetheless like I wish they would just say that. Like, I, I don't want to keep, I don't want to guess. Like, it says we've made a decision to further refine its gameplay to exceed expectations fans already have the title. Like, so does that mean it's the gameplay? Does that mean it has nothing to do with it being too high? Does it mean, like, there's some mechanics problems? Like, I, 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 just, I just keep guessing, and it's just like, you know, I know so many people are looking forward to this, and I know a lot of people are just, like, really bummed that this happened because the lines for these things, like, you know, and and you hear critics talk about what they saw at at PAX or they saw at these cons, and Code Vein is like on their list. You know, so I know a lot of people are just pissed. But um, let us know in the chat or in the comments if you're upset about this Code Vein news, because I know I've I talked to a few people in DMs that um, you know, they were kind of shocked about this happening, and they were kind of. You know, especially, you know, a lot of people I, I know that went to PAX 3 that played and um, they were kind of just like really surprised that this happened. And, um, and like Assassin said, like these things happen and, and they like over deliver, you know, they under promise and over deliver, not the other way around. And, and then you like the Witcher, you know, and then everything's yeah. good. But um, yeah, we'll have to see, I guess. Um but Bandai Namco is good, good, um, makes some good games, you know? Like, isn't Bandai Namco the same people that made, um, what do you call it? The original Dark Souls? Or, like, all the Dark Souls, no? They, they published that. Yeah, all the Dark Souls. Um, they published that. So, I mean, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure, I don't know who actually, hold on one sec, let me look this up, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Bandai Namco is directly making Code Vein, and it's not, um, it's not from software, um, but, you know, I'm sure they were inspired, because Bandai Namco published, 
the Dark Souls game. So, I mean, this is definitely inspired by Souls for sure. And I think there is a huge market for that. And now that market's kind of like going to dry up a little bit, you know, um, with this being delayed. But because yeah. um, like the Dark Souls 1 remaster, I don't think people are like still playing that religiously or anything like that. So I think this was a good opportunity to release another game like that and capture that audience from, you know, the drying up Dark Souls audience a little bit. Uh, or not drying up, but, like, people that were kind of sick of that. But, anyway, that's the Code Vein news. We'll find out more, I'm sure. Um, but, uh, okay, so Vermintide 2, just really quick, because I haven't played it, but I've watched a ton of it because I'm really interested in this game. As soon as I saw that it was coming day one to Xbox Games Pass, I was really interested in checking this out because I know a lot of people who stream it on PC and it came out on PC a few months ago. Um, I don't know if it officially came out on PC or if it was just in beta, but um, yeah, Fire Monkey said he bought it on PC. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's been out on PC for for a few months. I know that for sure. And the first game. I was like moderately interested in it, but never got into it because I didn't, you know, ha- I didn't. No one else was kind of interested in it. But now this one, like, they've kind of taken everything from the first game and just made it so much better. And it's just, I hear people comparing it to Left 4 Dead, and I'm just like, that is a comparison I can get on board with. Like, we need another Left 4 Dead, and if this is the closest thing to it right now, like, I'm definitely in on this. I don't know, you guys. Do you guys uh, feel that way? No, Assassin, I know you tried the tutorial a little bit before yeah, getting back uh, on Sea of Thieves. Well, I yeah, I tried the tutorial on beta. Um, I thought the game, like, just graphic-wise, I thought the game looked like shit. Uh, when I went saw the trailer, I thought the game looked really, like, graphically nice. And I was kind of surprised that the tutorial, like, area while it was underground and stuff looked like absolute shit. Um, now I'm hoping because, like, towards the end, you know, spoiler for the tutorial, uh, <laughs> you go above ground and that looked nicer, so maybe it was just, like, the browns and stuff. Like, right, right. The way it was, it just made it look bad. Um, but I don't think this game will be something I can get it. You know, no. Just play by myself. Oh by yeah, myself. by yourself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. If, I, if I have some, you know, bros to play it with, then I can get behind it. But solo now, I, I don't. I don't think this is the type of my type of game. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely have to play with people. That's something you could. That's something about Left 4 Dead that was cool. That you know you could play that solo. Uh, you know, I thought it was a lot more difficult, obviously, but you could play that solo. But with this, you know, I'm with you. Like. Part of the allure is part of the part of the fun factor is like getting some friends together and and co-oping this and you know there's five different characters with three different variations each so it's like 15 different characters really and you unlock those variations in the characters as you proceed through the game so you have to kind of like play as one and then like I think it's like you hit level seven or something around there and then you unlock another variant and the skill trees I mean there's a lot of depth to a game that is free on Games Pass on day one so I think. Like, if you have Games Pass, you should definitely... Xbox Game Pass, you should definitely check it out. Um, uh, This game is on PlayStation as well, so you can check that out. And obviously, it's on PC, so... um, Yeah, I don't know. Clowns, have you checked it out at all, or are you interested? 
Yeah, I downloaded it and I started tutorial uh, before the podcast to get a little bit of feel for it. And I gotta say, like, I think the graphics are are decent. I don't think it's that bad or that terrible. Uh, graphic wise, I was I was actually impressed because I was expecting a letdown. As far as the gameplay and the mechanics, um, I wouldn't. To be honest, I really couldn't compare it to Left 4 Dead. Really? Okay. I don't know where the comparison. I I will say that I will give it a chance because I don't think it's as bad as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for. A few of the characters, it's a lot more melee based than Left 4 Dead for sure. Like Left 4 Dead, you're doing a lot, a lot of backpedaling from rushing zombies, and um, you know you're you're able to like fire guns, throw grenades, that kind of thing. But some of the characters on uh, Warhammer Vermintide are very like melee based, and you have to really get in the nitty gritty of it to do a lot of damage. And so, you know, there's a huge difference there for sure. Um, but I know a lot of the enemies definitely look like Left 4 Dead inspired. Um, you know, there's, there's things here and there. Like, you know, Left 4 Dead, I think, is still overall probably the better game. I mean, granted, I haven't played. I've just done a lot of watching on Vermintide 2. But um, I think Left 4 Dead 2 is definitely, um, you know, definitely an iconic game. That, Or even the first Left 4 Dead. I think both those games are just so iconic that they're not going to be knocked off the throne by, like, Warhammer Vermintide doesn't, you know, it's not that good. But, you know, it's it's an itch that still needs to be scratched. Like, when's how long has it been since the Left 4 Dead game? You know, been forever. A long time. Left 4 Dead Two. When did that come out? Left 4 Dead Two came out in November of 2009. So it's almost been a friggin' decade since. It's almost been nine years since the last Left 4 Dead. So this is like one of those games that I think is scratching the itch and maybe you're right clowns. Maybe people are comparing it because it's been so long, but like I can see a few of the elements that kind of make me like that scratch that itch for me. And I used to love playing left for dead with, with friends and I would play the same levels over and over, you know, beat times and stuff like that. Um, so I'm excited. I, I'm definitely looking to check it out. I'm not a huge fan of it being 30 FPS, but, um, but anyway, yeah. Um, people well, there is oh, good, a good. game not to switch topics. No, no please. Whatnot, but yeah. there is a game I think coming out Friday. I think it's Earthfall, and I think that looks more like Left 4 Dead than uh, Warhammer. Earthfall. That sounds so familiar, but I have I can't put my finger on. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Dude, how much how much is this game? I remember seeing this. It's like twenty or thirty. Wow, it's actually not too expensive. Yeah, look at and it. All now. the DLC once it launches, it's free. Yes, no, that is a lot like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, people, dude, this is what people have have been needing to do for a while. They need to scratch the itch of games like that because there haven't been a lot of games like that that are any good. You know, yeah. like people are gonna move off of like let's just make a battle royale and they gotta stop making games like this. Um, yeah, this Earthfall game looks legit. So that comes out when? I think Friday. Wow. Dude, the cover looks a lot like, uh, fucking Evolve, though, doesn't it? Shit. I think they even said, because it was on Inside Xbox, and uh, I think they said that they took some inspiration from The Lock for Dead, but it's not zombies, it's aliens. Right. Hey, whatever. I mean, shit. If it was zombies, people would just call it a copy off, right? 
Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely looking to get that. Yeah, these two games are definitely on my radar. Definitely. All right, let's move off that. Last topic of the evening before we end it, and Assassin's Clowns get back into CFEs probably. Um, so if you guys seen this, this Nico, uh, Nico, Nico, I pronounce it Nico, but I've heard it pronounced Nico as well, which sounds just ridiculous to me, so I'm not going to call it Nico. Um, this Pixel Quest arcade thing. Now, a lot of companies, I think, are now starting to try to capitalize on the Nintendo Labo thing, the cardboard that is supposed to encourage kids to like build things and have them be functional with their switch i think it's supposed to encourage a lot of building but this thing is literally just a car and and the labo is is made out of cardboard if you guys haven't seen it google nintendo labo and you'll see it and it it, to me it looks ridiculous but it's been kind of popular this now i think nyko is trying to capitalize on that popularity and they're literally making this cardboard arcade cabinet that you can slide your switch into and you can drop in your joy cons and you can make it like an old school little mini arcade cabinet and i know i know clowns i know you're gonna be interested in this thing only 20 bucks and it comes with uh, like little joysticks that you can attach to your uh joy con little like retro ball joysticks you see this thing clowns i mean looks like a fire hazard <laughs> Doesn't the, the Nintendo version look like a fire hazard too? Dude, I'm just all, saying all the Labo ones do, yeah. All the Carbon ones. There's a lot of people that like the mini arcade style things right now, a lot of modders. Like, you know, nine year old modder who's gonna be like, Huh, I wonder if I can use this cardboard and put an overclocked Raspberry Pi in there. It's, you know, uh, expert uh game monitor. Uh let me plug it into the wall. And let's see how hot this thing gets. Mm-hmm. Dude, when I saw yeah. the when I saw the labo, I thought the same thing, dude. When I when when they were using cardboard, uh, I was like, dude, this doesn't sound like a good idea because I know how hot the switch gets, especially when you're playing like Fortnite or something like that. It's like friggin' on fire. So many like rough houses that thing, you know, like yeah, because yeah, a lot of kids play this way. So like you get like a seven year old coming in playing Fortnite or a nine year old, and they get really aggravated. They died in Fortnite, and they start slamming that thing around. Well, there goes your switch flying against the wall. It's gonna come right out of that thing. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. 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 Um. Stick figure says, "Is this still going live?" Yes, it is still going live. Are we not live? Hey, we're live. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here we are. Um, Sasson, what do you think? I know you don't have a Switch, and uh, you know, you're know you probably not interested in arcade memorabilia or anything that looks like an arcade like we would be, but what do you think of this thing? I don't know. I think that looks pretty uh, cool if you can get some like arcade games on the, the Switch and mm. you have like, a little arcade cabinet. But the question is, how well is that cardboard? So you can get some cardboard. Yeah, at some places it's really just crap cardboard. <laughs> and in other places it's like some good cardboard. You know what I'm preach, saying? Like, yep, preach, yep, preach. Yep. And who knows? You put the switch, it just falls flat <laughs> and it's broken. Like, I, I don't think this company, like, I've used some of the products and they're not that, they're not that great compared to, you know, others. So I, who knows? <laughs> you know, you stand that thing up and it'll just 
die. Money. Dude, you know what? You're right. They need to list like the gauge of cardboard in this thing before I buy it. Like I need a I need a I need a check. I need to see. Is this like is this like cereal box cardboard or is this like Home Depot moving box cardboard? Because it better be home yeah. it better be Home Depot moving box cardboard. Because if it's not, then I'm not buying this thing. Because it's just gonna collapse. I I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I mean why I hate to say this, and this is probably even a worse idea, but why not use this as an opportunity to teach people woodshop and make their own real mini arcade cabinet? There you go. That's the whole. That's the whole point about. That's the whole point about the labo thing, right? It's all supposed to be about learning. Why not take it to the next level? Take You'll get like a nice bezel for the top, and you can put in. You know if. You have a dad that knows what he's doing. You could put it like in a nice glass piece, like a Q-Bird or something. Donkey go. Kong, maybe. There you go. So, you, so you're going to teach these young kids, because that's what Nintendo usually is for, how to make a cabinet. Like, they're going to, like, get splinters, and, you know, it's going to crush them. Whatever, dude. just going to be like, this isn't fun. I want to play games, not, you know, build things. Teach, elaborate. dude teaching moment dude that's all that's what labo is supposed to be it's supposed to be teaching moments so kids kids do want to build yeah but it's like you're, you're you're not you know teaching you know kids how to build a piano you're bu- teaching them how to play the piano you're not okay all right fair enough fair enough the also uh, to that point of building with real wood and with you know uh a glass uh front everything like that bezel chisel, bezel bezel he's got it he's got a bezel um you know this thing's 20 bucks so i don't think you're gonna be making much of anything for 20 bucks you know you go to home depot you get all those supplies i don't think you're gonna be uh i don't think you're gonna be within that 20 dollar budget you know what i mean yeah and plus parents are like 20 dollar cardboard or a really expensive you know glass and stuff that my child could die on. Hmm, I mean, you could die in cardboard, too, if you want to get technical. You could probably die just by playing the Switch, but... Dude, I got a nasty paper cut with cardboard the other day at the office. Jeez, it sucked. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. But, like, plus the price difference. Like, why would a parent, you know, buy... Not unless the child's spoiled. Like, they're gonna go for the $20 option, not, like, a few hundred dollar option. Yeah, bucks for cardboard. Get the, what? Yeah, well, it, it, this is twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, it's twenty eighteen. <laughs> buy cardboard now. It, it used to be Legos and you know Amiibos. Now it's cardboard. Now it's cardboard. Yep, yep, dude. They just times really have changed. Yep. So... What about Maytag? Maytag's free in the dumpster. Salvage some Maytag mm-hmm. parts. Yeah, everyone's throwing away some Maytags. Yeah. I hear you. Daz says cardboard coffins, cheapest chips. Yep. Yep. Dude, it's, times are tough. You know what I mean? Times are tough. So just to reiterate, this thing comes with eight pieces of cardboard that you have to assemble it with. Like, so it comes flat. You have to friggin' assemble it. It comes with two stick tops. It comes with two Joy-Con inserts for the shoulder bumpers. Um, so that the shoulder bumpers are like facing upwards so you can actually hit them. And, uh, yeah, and it comes with some, like, stickers you can throw on the cardboard. Um, you know, in my experience, stickers do not stick well to cardboard, so that probably is going to be a bad idea. But 
if I were these kids, I'd just like draw on them with like permanent marker, but whatever. Um, but yeah, it comes with all that for 20 bucks. You know, honestly, it's not too bad of a buy, to be honest. Um, as long as that the cardboard is good. Yeah, if it's got to not be cereal box cardboard. It's got to be, it's got to be you know Home Depot box cardboard. But uh, could be that thick gauge shit. Hopefully, it lists on the box like the thickness of the cardboard, or else you know I'm not even interested. No. But all right, I think that's it. I think we're gonna get back to playing the games, and next week we'll talk about. Uh, some other stuff we'll talk about earthfall i'm sure we'll get a uh, get a uh, get a little bit of gameplay in that hopefully we'll talk about um ca- dude i'm gonna have a thing about captain toad on the switch because i'm definitely gonna buy that so we'll talk about that and whatever else comes up next week we'll be right back here on thursday 7:30 p.m eastern time so make sure on youtube we have four guys with quarters you can find us there definitely subscribe Hit the like button if you like what we do. We appreciate everybody coming and doing the live chat thing tonight. Uh, if you're watching afterwards, uh, we appreciate you getting through the show. And uh, we definitely want your comments in uh, the comment section. So let us know what you guys thought. Or hit us up on Twitter. Uh, our handles have been cycling below. But also you can hit us up as a crew here. 4GWQ Podcast is our Twitter handle. So hit us up there. And uh, everywhere else, just search Four Guys of Quarters. You can find us Spotify. You can find us even on Xbox now. You can download our app. So, um, yeah. So that's that's just about it. Next week, I'm going to try to get a guest on to fill in this fourth spot so it's not just us knuckleheads talking the entire time. And you guys can get a fresh new voice. But until then, we'll see you guys later. Peace. Bye.